Alright. Whoa. Everybody's eardrums out there if I don't back off a little. Um, so uh, what was you going to tell me? Or do you, it, is this like, does it need an intro or? Uh, I'm just going to say what it is and you can react. Okay. Uh, so this is how this is going to go down, huh? Yeah, it's weird that this is where we are now in life. Is that we won't tell each other things until we get until on the we podcast. Have a podcast. Yeah. So that we can do like a surprise reaction. Like in the normal days, we would just tell each other. Oh, yeah. Hey, man, check this out. Yeah. yeah, check this out. Like, ooh, when you do a podcast, I'll tell you this. Oh, there's an event going on in your favorite town of Memphis. August the 24th, I believe it is. It's the Memphis Bacon and Bourbon Festival. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I actually did see that on Facebook, <laughs> and I had the same reaction. Oh, hang on. I need to take this call. I owe everybody a beer for answering my phone. And boom, we're back. Oh, we're, you're good. Come on in. We're back. And we're back. Yeah, I had heard that on Facebook, and uh, I was like, dude, that's amazing. So, anyway, uh, as we record this, it is July the 5th. It is it is hot as balls. And it day. is so hot. It is a hot day. Oh. That's what it is. Dude, we wouldn't be in here right now if I hadn't got that air conditioner fixed. Because the the loner that was or that little one that was in the window. Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't it wouldn't have oh, cut. It would have died. It would have like jumped up out of the window, flipped us off, and ran yeah. out and ran out the door and said, "I'm not doing it. I'm not working this hard." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, I remember uh, there was one we we're gonna do like Monday Night Raw out here. And I came out here that morning before I went to work and turned it on wide open. And by the time I got home, it was cool in here. But yeah. just people coming in and out within like five minutes, it was, you were sweating. Yeah. <laughs> like just opening the door to go outside, it couldn't catch back up. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad to have the, the big, that's the biggest air conditioner you can get that'll fit in that window. You know how like you raise the window to put the yeah. air conditioner. I mean, you were here. That's a small it. window too. Yeah, it is. A, it's a small window, but I don't. I don't like. Uh, I wouldn't want bigger windows. You know I me. Mean? I like it dark. Yeah, you're weird. Yeah, I'm weird. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm fixing to put uh, some more curtains back up in my bedroom because the sun rises over yeah. here, over this hill, and it just the sun just comes in my. Yeah, room I like it dark and hangs in, out. In, my, in my bedroom where Black I sleep out. at. Yeah, I'm I'm like this close to putting aluminum foil over my window. Some days I like to sleep late, <laughs> and the sun's like, no, not on my watch. It's worse than a freaking rooster, man. I I work swing shift, so I have to sleep during the day. I'm used to it. You know what's funny? I got some chickens one time when I was in high school, and I was in ag, so like you know, you build shit when yeah. you're in ag. You have to. Mm-hmm. I built a, a big pen for them. I didn't know shit about chickens. I mean, they're just little birds. <laughs> <laughs> and then as they got bigger, I felt realized every freaking one of them were roosters. <laughs> I was like, nobody's gonna lay an egg around here. But you know what they will do? Make <laughs> all. The, it's such a myth that roosters only crow when the sun comes up. Oh no, they crow, they crow all twenty-four-seven, the dude. <laughs> I gave them to my neighbor. We were trying to catch up on the. Uh, we were recapping 
uh, the last couple episodes of season two of Stranger Things to get us ready for season three that just came out yesterday. We probably came out at like, I guess, midnight on the third, right? It came out the fourth. But like at midnight? Well, I checked at midnight. I don't know what their time zone. I checked at midnight. It wasn't out, but it was two o'clock in the morning. It was. It's not always midnight everywhere. Uh, haven't watched any of it yet. I'm planning on watching an episode tonight, which will probably turn into some sort of marathon process. So I don't really have a lot to say about Stranger Things because I haven't watched it yet. Another thing that's crazy that's going on, I don't know if you know this, but they abruptly ended the Walking Dead comic book yeah. at episode 190-something. I mean, issue. Yeah. I don't. I don't read the coming book, but I. I read the, spoilery version of that issue to see what. I'm did. not caught up to there, but I have friends that are that, you know, they spoiler. They spoiler it for. They spoiler alert it for me. Um. But yeah, it turns out from what I read, it was a legal, battle. Like there's a legal thing going. Oh on. really? Yeah. And they just pulled the plug. I mean, they they ended it. You know, like they knew they knew it was coming. It didn't just stop, you know. Yeah. Without a, like they wrapped everything up in the story, and it supposedly had a really good ending to it. But it's just weird because I kind of expected the comics to go on forever because they were around for a long time. Well, I put it this way: uh, Glenn died, and Negan shows up. You know, because because he killed him. Spoiler alert: in issue one hundred. Yeah. So it'd been going, and I think it's, I don't know if it's a monthly or two times a month comic, but I mean, that's a lot of issues. I think they said it was there a few months shy of the 15th year anniversary, I think. Yeah, it's been, it's been going on for a while. 15 or 10, I can't remember. Before the show started. And I kind of thought, you know, because it looks like the show might be, I don't know, this last season's been pretty good. It's kind of like a new show now in a way with the time jump. But I, I was kind of thinking that it's possible that the, they might be trying to wrap up the the TV show and I was like well at least the comics will go on forever I was like nope Nope. (laughs) they're gonna bring it back in some form I imagine you know I mean I don't say they have to but I mean it's not like they're not selling people don't people don't tend to stop doing things that are making money yeah there's a new spinoff for The Walking Dead coming out next year a TV show yeah really the new spinoff is coming out in 2020 after they merge the two that are here now or is there gonna be three? Uh, no, it's going to be a totally different uh, thing. I think they they don't have a name yet, but I think it's going to be two women, and it's going to be a two girls, one zombie. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And they're going to uh, try to. Uh, they're already like in a like safe zone, and they're trying to maintain that safe zone or whatever. I think that's what I read. But yeah, they, that's. They're thinking that fear comes out in its little monthly slot, and then Walking Dead comes out in its little monthly spot where they don't overlap. So they're figuring they just tie in that little gap there. So you'll have continuous zombies. Hmm. What else was it we were talking about earlier? I'm going to get to the, what we're brewing here in just a minute, but I wanted to cover everything else first. Warning beer coming up in the podcast. Yeah, the non-brewers or the non the people that aren't interested in brewing aren't going to like this episode very much because it is brew day. As hot as it is, 
We well, the good thing it, is we didn't have to use a we, fire to boil the water. We just sat it outside. We set it outside. <laughs> and it quickly came to a boil. Oof. It's not even August yet. I mean, it just got turned to July. Yeah. So this, is. The, this whole month and the next month is going to be this. Or worse. We had like a sprinkle of rain. It was hot before. And then we had like a little sprinkle of rain for about 10 minutes. Well, yeah, yeah. when we were doing that sparge, I mean, you got it way worse. But when we were doing the sparge, I was like, really? Is that? <laughs> I'm going to get a sunburn and rained on at the same, same time. time? Yeah. It's like, screw you, Mississippi. You know, we actually had an overcast for about 30 minutes, and it rained for about 15 or 20 minutes. Good for about five minutes. And then it stopped, and the sun came back out. And, uh, yeah, you can see the steam coming off the, the deck out there. It's, uh, it's pretty rough. I had to go home and change clothes. Yeah. From the sweat, not from the rain. <laughs> back when I used to drive my motorcycle a lot more, I would always have a change of clothes with me. Because during the summer, those rogue rain clouds just pop up. Just pop up. You never know. It's not like a statewide all-day rain. It's just like a little little cloud, just like in the cartoons, one little cloud falling you around, especially when you're on a bike. Oh, you know what we don't talk about enough on here that I remembered to talk about? What? Freaking Clash of Clans. I was just playing that during our break. Yeah, uh, man, I barely made last season's challenges it's funny because and for those listening i know you think clash of clans that's so 2012 man (laughs) i'm like but like i've tried to tell everybody it's like a whole new ball game now like i quit playing for two years and i started back playing i'm like whoa this is a whole different thing kind of it's like part two and it's really it's really cool now and they have these uh month long they call them seasons challenges and you get a bunch of cool shit, which I really need that hero book every time. Every time. Because I cannot win a battle without my archer queen lady. Yeah. Like, I, ca- I just don't even try to fight anybody while she's upgrading. So, for me to have her do an instant upgrade is amazing. So, I don't have any downtime. But, uh, now the barbarian king, like, he's upgrading now. I can win, you know, if I pick my battles well, I can win fights without him. But if I don't have her... I can't. I don't know why. Get my ass kicked every time. But uh, the first season, it was just like you didn't even have to participate to win. Like it just doing your normal activities. Oh yeah. You would. You would you get. Would, you would get stuff. Yeah, you would make it to the end. Oh, uh, they're getting harder. I'm doing because there's not many challenges right left right now. I'm doing two challenges I wouldn't normally do, so they're hard challenges. So I'm doing those. Yeah, like where you have to win like 40 battles with dragons or something. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, that, that one takes a while. You have to kill 250 levels worth of Barbarian King. But some of them are super easy. Like I said, I win challenges all the time that I didn't even know I was doing. Right. <laughs> that's how easy they are. I was like, oh, I didn't know I was doing that. Cool. Yeah, but well, we talked you into it now, so go get on Clash of Clans. And we have our own clan. It's called Real, Real Pop, Pop Culture. Culture. It's easy to remember. Easy to remember. Uh, if you found this show, you, you can, can find that clan and you can join it, and we will give you stuff. I'll give you. A, I'll give you a pika. Even if you, uh, even if you're just starting, or you're starting over, if you're like level one or two or whatever, and one of us puts like a freaking level. Oops, time to check our beer. Let me check the beer. And somebody puts like a one of us. Uh, 
donates you one of our like level whatever we are eight nine ten uh dragon or pika to hide in your castle if anybody comes along to pick on pick on you they're gonna get their ass kicked they're gonna be like what is this i know because it happens to me all the time i'll go do a battle and uh I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to smoke whoever this is. And then out comes this big creature that I didn't even know the game, like, existed in the game and completely destroys me. It's because <laughs> they had a friend that hooked him up. Yeah, boy. Sean jumping in the mic for Anthony while he checks the beer. Um, can I interject something? Absolutely. Uh, I read today, is there a legal battle going on with Friday the 13th? Yes, there is. Uh, between... Uh, the original me, guy and someone else. Let me let me just Google that because I'm glad you brought that up. Let's do this Friday. And it's halted that fan movie. I'm guessing. No, they're going. They're oh, doing okay. the. They're doing the uh, vengeance still. It's just like the 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 main studio. Who is it? It's not. It's not New Line Cinema. That's that's. It, was, it used to be. No, that's how they were able to do Freddy versus Jason because they're both New Line Cinema. Okay. That's how you were able to get Predator and versus Alien. They're on the same thing. I like how they're framing this. They're like Jason Voorhees, you know, they're saying he's unstoppable. He's been beaten, shot, stabbed, literally blown up, <laughs> but now he's been pinned down by lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see who the who's. I mean, they're still doing the games, though, so that's got to be. That's got to be still. Okay. I heard everything halted. Okay. Who's who's Miller? Victor Miller is a screenwriter of Friday the 13th. He went to court to assert his ownership of the character, and Jason has been on ice. So the guy that originally wrote the first screenplay. Oh, so it's not that Sean guy. He's jumping in. Uh, a judge ruled that Miller did indeed own the rights to the first screenplay and various concepts within declined to ro- rule on who actually owns Jason. Sean Cunningham is the current franchise owner. He was Appar- the, the director of the first one. Oh, okay. It says apparently they're close to working things out. About a month ago, but Cunningham has now reinstated his appeal on the original ruling, indicating that the battle is likely to drag out for some time yet. Which wow. sells me, thank goodness, for vengeance. <laughs> yeah. Because we're still getting some Jason. Wow. I was wondering, man, because they're just leaving money on the table with Jason. You I know, like that last movie. People, awesome. people watch Jason movies. People do entire podcasts just based on the Jason movies. Like they just do a podcast just on Jason. I've, and it's good. I've heard where the new Chucky is good. Really? It's, it's reimagined. Yeah. And the way they... Uh, I'm not going to give away any spoilers, but uh, it's just reimagined and they did it good. What I've, I've seen everyone say. I accidentally spoiled it on here because, and it was just speculation, but I was right. But they did kind of go the AI route with yeah. Chucky. Yeah. Yep. That's More so than the too. voodoo. I spoiled that bull crap. 
Yeah, I ain't watching Anthony's that not, shit. Anthony doesn't like I want some voodoo monsters. I don't want no damn make-believe AI crap. I want realistic voodoo magic make-believe crap. So you think it's more likely <laughs> that voodoo is real than AI? <laughs> no. Yeah, I think it's more realistic. More, yeah, he can. There's do, some, do, yeah. There's some people that are real, real smart that would tend okay. to argue that point. AI, yeah. I say both are real. Ooh, I believe. It. I don't know. The totally autonomous AI is what I have a problem with right now. But uh, in well, a I mean, movie, it's in, in I'm, a, I'm fine with it coming. In a movie, yeah, it's sci-fi, not horror. Do they record what we talk about? And all oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, By I the see. way, they're listening to you right, right now. now. See, oh, yeah, disown them, yeah. and they have a good memory. Yeah, uh, they have the internet. That as little their thing memory. you posted on Facebook today about the surveillance van yeah. too. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna change my name to my router to that. Uh, a friend of mine showed me at the funeral <laughs> that there's this FBI yeah. something. I'm gonna change mine. That would be funny. I hope that's what it is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh cool. Yeah. <laughs> that, that uh, you, you're uh, you, you see you that can, shit, Mark. Yeah, you could change your uh, rider yeah, rider name. Yeah. So I'm gonna do the, yeah. So somebody's somewhere yeah, around there. It's uh, your SSID. Massachusetts, so it's like cat Massachusetts. Yeah. So I'm gonna be uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Surveillance man. Peeping Tom number five. That's what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's just kill Jay. Yeah. But I, I don't even have a. I better not say this on the podcast because people could steal my internet. But I hope they don't know where I live anyway. They but, come out here and steal uh, your like internet. My neighbors aren't close enough for, like nobody's close enough to steal my Wi-Fi, so nobody's gonna see me. Well, nobody would want it. Yeah, they, they would yeah, give it. Nobody would want it anyway. It sucks. They would give yours back. They're like, okay, yeah. we don't. Let's just go to Hardee's. <laughs> yeah, or Walmart. I've had to go to Walmart to upload podcasts before. Uh, Sit in the parking lot, with my laptop. People walking by, looking at me all weird. <laughs> what are you doing in there? Yeah, I've wondered, you know, I've been wondering why there hadn't been a new Jason movie or even talks of a Jason movie. I love the last one. I mean, in like real. Um, there's, there's been rumors going around that, well, it's not a rumor, um, but Robert England has hinted at doing one more Freddy. I would watch that. That's my thing. I like. Well, it's like I've said it on here before, but it's worth mentioning it again. Just, I know you're old. I know you want to retire. I get it. But we'll take care of you, or they'll take care of you. Just put the makeup on and do the acting parts, the part where he's talking. And through the magic of Hollywood, all the action, even in, even mild, not even not the stunts, but even if Freddie's just running or fighting, or let a stunt guy do it. Put the makeup on him. Use, you know, whatever special effects. I mean, they already use stuntmen. Just use them more yeah. to where he can just kind of chill. All you do is memorize your lines, say them with the makeup on, and let him take care of the rest. I mean, no, I mean, he's, he don't have anything to prove. Nobody's going to fault him for that. Right. How old is he? I just looked. He's 72. 72? There's actors that are still acting at 72. I know they're not doing that kind of acting. But like I said, use the young guys. Put them to work. They'd probably love the screen time. I got to be Freddy. Woohoo! Fixing to open this uh, this uh, stout beer that you brought me called <clears throat> Stout at the Devil. And no, I did not make that up. It's called Stout at the Devil. I'm looking on his IMD right now. And it says straight to L. Um, Instead of straight to hell. Get it? 
Mm. That's really good. It says right here coming out in uh, coming out in this year. If I can get my fingers wet right. We need to get you a computer. Who? Me? Like during the podcast, you don't have to be looking stuff up on your phone as much. I was trying to find out what, if he was going to be in a movie. What movie he was going to be in. Robert England? Yeah. Uh, it says right here on his IMDb that uh, a movie called Harvest Moon is in pre-production. And he's currently s- filming Abruptio. Ab- Abruptio, yeah. Abruptio. Hmm. He's been pretty active, dude. Yeah. Oh, no way. He did the voice of Scarecrow in Injustice 2. I can see that. Totally. Man, they do the Scarecrow so good in the games. In the comics, most of the time, of course, different writers write stories all the time with different characters, but most of the time, the the Scarecrow just gets on my nerves. He's more (laughs) annoying than scary. In the game, have you played any of those games? I've watched Kara plays them. I've watched Kara play them all. Dude. DMT trip. Oh, hell yeah. That's a yeah, good way to put it. Finger, yeah. That one where he's in the he's background. Like he's all giant. Yeah, yeah. Kara, yeah. That's scary, man. I was, I was here by myself playing it with the lights off. And I was like, whoa. Did I just stumble into a horror movie? I wasn't prepared for this. It's kind of creepy. Resident Evil 2. running down that hallway. Yes, and it starts changing. I'm like, I legitimately thought that I was tripping. Yeah. I was like, what's, what's in this? <laughs> what's in this drink I'm drinking? But yeah, they would do a movie with the Scarecrow like that. Which the Dark Knight Scarecrow was, you know, it was good. They were trying to be like more realistic with him. But yeah. I don't want him to be realistic. I want him to be like crazy. Like he'd have to be like all CGI probably in the movies. Then I'm like he is in the game, you know. Yeah. So Anthony, tell everybody what we're working on. It's beer time. It's beer, it's beer 30. It's beer o'clock. We're making a smash IPA. Well, you want me to set this up and like tell tell them what I told you? I was like, okay, the last two beers that have been brewed are real smashable, like crushable, a lot more beers as you call them. I'm like, okay, so we've done the the blonde and the Kentucky Beach and the, the Kellogg beer that he's I'm kind of blonde. Awesome. That was the IPA that last one we made. It was just, it was a it was at least a pale ale. I'm just saying we've made a lot of yeah non yeah. because there's a lot of people out there that would not be able to drink the uh, original that, smash. that original smash. Uh, I was saying we've made a lot of those. It, yeah, it's disproportionate at this point. Yeah, I'm like so let's go knee jerk reaction and go, go crazy. Opposite, let's go crazy. Go, crazy. go wide let's open. Lose our minds, yeah. man. You know. To hell with the speed limit. I got you. Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah. lose our shit on this one. Uh, so tell them what you came up with for me. Well, you was wanting to make a crazy, the crazy beer. Crazy. So, and I dial back your crazy a little bit, as what, one needs to probably. Because uh, you really liked the uh, Mary Sider Cascade Smash we done. That was about four and a half percent alcohol, yes. about sixty. I like Mary Sider. I like saying Mary Sider. About sixty IBUs. That was a good IPA on the low end of an IPA, but it was a good IPA. But you wanted something crazy. So I said, let's just do the Maris Otter smash again and just quadruple down. Quadruple down on the, on the, on the, on the cascade. The, 
So we're going to do. Is that all you're doing is Cascade? It's, it's that single hop smash. Oh yeah, smash. So uh, and it's going to have about seven percent alcohol. So it's uh, almost imperial. So this is a Hulk smash. Hulk smash. <laughs> Hulk smash beer. So seven percent alcohol and right at a hundred IBUs. Hopefully. Woo! Uh, so it's going to be. A, What's the hop executioner have? It's about 120, but it's got a whole lot more malt. And you're also about eight, almost 9% alcohol on that, about eight and a half. So it, yeah, a, a 6% alcohol beer with 60 IBUs is not bitter. A, so basically. A 4% alcohol beer with 60 IBUs is going to be a little rough. This so, is going to be way too bitter for somebody that drinks Bud Light, but just right for me. It, yeah, because we're still above the, the balance ratio. We're going to be above that balance I get. I don't know if that's a word or not, but it is now. So, uh, what did you yeah. say? Gallons? Balance. The balance ratio. You want oh. to balance your bitterness with your malt. Yeah, that sounds uh, like a real thing. So uh, our our bitterness is going to be tipping. You know, it's going to be tipping up on the on the scale more so. Uh, but about. just looking at the grains when we were sparging, mm-hmm. it didn't really look like a low grain bill. I mean, that's pretty good. It's 13 and a half pounds of Maris Otter. 13 and a half pounds? Yeah. Okay. That's not, that's not as low as the last? Oh, no. I just done one. It's like I had seven, uh, I think, I think it was the last, uh, the, the one we done before was like, were like 11 pounds. So it was had like two and a half more pounds of, might have been 10. Hmm. Yeah. Man, I am so excited about the ghost pepper beer now. Yeah, I was. You have no idea. That was good. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, you have no idea yeah. how excited I am because I, I was filled with so much dread because it was. It was really my first all grain brew that I did by myself. Mm-hmm. Like I had no safety net. You were at work. <laughs> like I couldn't even really. I mean, I was boxer in here, but, uh, I was. Yeah, I was all on my own, and uh, I thought it had stalled, and I didn't know why. And I was freaking out because it just wasn't very active. It was a lazy fermentation. Yeah. They, they fermented very lazily. I never once saw the airlock bubble. Not one time. It looked like when you pour a soft drink into a glass of uh, ice, like a clear glass, mm. and you watch the bubbles, not at the top, but on the mm-hmm. sides, kind of going up. going up. That's all it did. And it didn't even do that for long. I was like, this damn thing done stalled out. And it was supposed to have six percent gravity, <laughs> and you uh, you, six, did a, yeah. you did a gravity reading, and it was five point five. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to be six percent alcohol, right. and it, it was five point five. Yeah. I was like, yes, that that's good. <laughs> You're happy now. I'm, that's close enough. Yeah. Because I didn't get a good efficiency on my my grains either. I got my starting gravity was supposed to be seventy, sixty, and it was sixty, or it was supposed to be sixty and it was fifty. It was 10, sixty and fifty. It's ten point two, yeah. Yeah, it was a ten points difference. Yeah. So being that that the difference on my starting gravity was so off, yet my alcohol, like my second reading, was so close. I still, I still got that close. I'm happy with that. Yeah. So, All those numbers are good for writing stuff down and duplicating it but we really don't do stuff twice anyway so we just end up with I a beer <laughs> we end up with a beer we end up I with a beer got the paperwork yeah um yeah mark printed it out for me and i kept it so yeah. i just take it back to him and say hey i need to do this again do this so again hopefully yeah we can do five gallons do <laughs> so i was worried about it stalling out or thinking that it did 
I was worried about the temperature because it was riding at like 78, 79 degrees. But I don't think my, I, I don't think you think it's right. I got a cheap ass yeah. uh, infrared thermometer. Like yeah, I got not, it off yeah. eBay for like ten bucks. I, I I don't think it reads good. We'll get you some uh, stickers to stick on there. Cool. Yeah. So I was stressing about that. I was like, it's too hot. It's stalling out. I'm gonna fall on my face in my first, you know, go. And then there was the whole drama about the ghost puppet because who knows how much to put nobody's ever done it. Right. well i'm not gonna say nobody but nobody on the internet that i could find right had done ghost although everybody does jalapeno so i knew how many jalapenos to use but i'm using ghost pepper and they're way hotter than jalapenos so i just took one out of the freezer i defrosted it cut it in half and d- dropped it in there uh, about a week after you did a whole pepper or a half yeah i did the whole thing the whole pepper it was good enough heat. I liked it. Um, well, I basically dry hopped with it. Yeah. So a week after pinching the yeast, was it a week or two weeks? I think I waited it was two a week. Yeah, uh, two. It was a week. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, because it was the day after you did the gravity reading. Yeah. I threw the ghost paper in there. I let it thaw overnight, and then I just cut it and dumped it. And um, dry hopped the other. And t- to tell you how hot a ghost pepper is i mean it's it's the mother of the carolina reaper right it's one of the two that they bred together to make it the carolina reaper and uh, i told austin to leave me some gloves out he has those rubber gloves because he does those calls for the fire department all the time so he does and most of it's medical so he's all he's got a huge case of gloves with him all i know i had to leave some gloves out well he forgot so i had to freehand it and all, and I was careful. Like I just cut the paper in half and dropped it in there. Washed my hand like three times. An hour later, I rubbed my eye, lit that sucker on fire. I got a fire. Um. So last night, we checked it. It was good. Oh man, it was perfect. Both of them was good. I, I hate to was... say perfect because uh. it's ha- it hasn't carbonated yet. It's uh. it's at room temperature still, but. Just as it is right now, it's exactly what I wanted. I wanted you to get that heat, and then I wanted it to go away. And it does that. It's gone. It's like as soon as it gets it would there. Be too far one yeah. direction. Like I didn't want to take a sip and go. Pfft, I yeah. Didn't get any of it. Yeah. But I also didn't want to take a sip and be like, "Holy shit!" This <laughs> Just, and burn for twenty minutes. Yeah. yeah. Or, or an hour. But uh, it's gone pretty much. I mean, and about thirty thirty me, seconds. Like, I felt the heat. Yeah. Yeah. The heat's. All it wants for about thirty seconds. But it's not. It's not like you need to be scared of it. Yeah, kind of heat. It's right. Like a it's good. good heat. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's it's interesting to get that heat from a beer. It's kind of weird. I know. It's You're, kind of different. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's it tastes good. Mm-hmm. The, Mark was so right when he said, you know, it needs to be a little on the sweet side to balance yeah. the heat. Because that one you made with the, because um, we tasted before you dry hop with the pepper and the dry hops, and they was sweet. It was a sweet beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you. Dry hop one with a half ounce of Magnum, and that's that's a good little pale ale beer. And then the other one with the I think that one's gonna be a good, good beer, like in a few weeks. Yeah, it's not gonna last that long. No, no. It's well, not. I'm bottling all of it, so I might hide a couple bottles from it. Yeah, don't mix the bottles up. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride on the yeah. Ah, well, cap. I got some. You got some beer. Uh, you got some caps, and I got some caps, and they look different. So we can just cap one with one and cap one with the other. Yeah, I'll just put it or put an X with a sharpie yeah, yeah. on the on the ghost pepper ones. 
you have to name your beers. That's it's your funny thing. that you know right away, though. Like, there's no mistaking when you taste it. Oh, no, yeah. It's, it's, oh, yeah, this is the ghost paper beer. Yeah. Definitely. But like I said, there was people out here that tried it that don't like stuff as hot as me. They were able to, like, you, you're not that big into really hot. But you could drink that whole beer. I, I used to eat pretty hot until I quit smoking. And when I quit smoking, I can't eat near as hot as I used to be able to. Yeah. Uh, like, like nowhere near. But I still eat, you know, I still put hot sauce on my eggs. I mean, yeah. and, and my catfish. I mean, I love That's in the right. South. I mean. I, I charge you on that catfish. Uh, yeah, hot sauce. I just put lemon on my catfish, <laughs> and uh, you told me about the hot sauce, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. It's and not I even. It and that's all I do now. It's not even the same thing. The only problem is, I don't eat much fried catfish anymore. Not that I don't want to, I just don't need to. So let me ask you this on here. Uh, RJ let me try one of his sweet potato stouts last night and I asked you if we could make one and I didn't get a really excited answer out of you. Is that something you're not interested in or just not right now because it's summertime? Just not right now because it's summertime? Uh, but a sweet potato, no. I'm not really. I mean, there are some vegetable beers I do want to make. Like what? Uh, but I don't know yet. I mean, you turned me on to I mean, I had to eat crow on that pumpkin ale you bought me that Pumpkin yeah. spice ale. Yeah, you're uh, shitting all over oh, that until yeah. you drink it. So, and it was good. That was a good beer. This sweet potato beer reminds me a lot of that. Uh, I think I would like it better as. Even Kim Coleman thought he, that he liked beer it. was good. I think sometimes Kim's just nice to us because he, he don't want to be mean. Uh, I mean, if he was lying, he was doing a good job at <laughs> it. Yeah. He just don't want to hurt her feelings sometimes. Cause well, Kim, you know, when, it's, it's, when somebody drinks your beer and they like it, you can tell... When they start listing off why they like it, what they like about it, the Hopsecutioner clone, he really liked the Raptor Piss. He re- hard not to. He like really that. liked it. That's our yeah. champion. I, I kind of I'm I'm leaning toward that that Maris Otter one. Like, that's that, good. That last it's one. It's probably a close second for me. Cause yeah, that one, that's that was a good beer. This uh, it's like Master of Puppets versus Justice for All. This uh, yeah, I mean, this <laughs> Kellogg juice is pretty good. Yeah, we're having to call it now, that now, aren't we? Yeah, it's just got the name. I think I'm going to give me one of them in a minute. Yeah, I, I, I called it on that one. I was like, that one's going to need a thicker carbonation, oh, yeah. good head on it to be yeah, good. And now that it's really carbonated, I drank them all in flat. A lot better. We'll get one of the mason jars down and drink it out of it in a minute just to see where I can see the color up, see how clear it is. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a. I drank one out of the bottle, and it's, it's good. And actually, this is better out of the keg. So far. Dude, I wish I could take one of those ghost paper beers to the homebrew club meeting. I can on the next one. I'll keep one for a month. Yeah. You can do that. At least one. Yeah, because it's Monday. You get yeah, it ain't going to be carbonated by yeah. then. I need to get some, uh, I need to go see Mark soon and get some. I, let me get the, our brewers that listen to this. Do we have any? What's they need to call I in. know Chris listens to every episode. Does he? Okay. Um What why is it? Because when I first got my first Mr. Beer kit, like back in 1974, <laughs> and brewed my first batch of I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I think that's what I called it. Um it's it told me to use table sugar to carbonate with. Just cane sugar. Um, of course, now 
years later, Mr. Beer Kits are, uh, they come with, now they have glass carboys instead of plastic, which is cool. And uh, they sell their own, you can either get a liquid sweetener, and I think they sell their own tabs, the little, the little sugar things. Some people use cornstarch. You've used cornstarch before. Uh, not cornstarch, corn sugar. Corn sugar? Yeah, corn sugar. Oh, I'm glad I didn't go buy some cornstarch. No, that wouldn't have worked at all. Yeah, that wouldn't work. Corn sugar, that's what they send you. Like, if you order a, a kit, like on, on like from Midwest or buy one from Mark or whatever, or uh, Trust and Prost, you're gonna, uh, it's gonna come with some bottling sugar. And it's just enough to do a five gallon batch, and it's like a, it's corn sugar. Priming sugar is what it's usually called. Yeah. So why is it such a crime to use table sugar? Is my question. Like, okay, let me let me break the question down more granular. Mm. You like? You see, <laughs> I see what you did there. Grain? Stop it. Okay. <laughs> um, if I carbonated two beers, two bottles of beer, one I used the little tabs, one I used a teaspoon of sugar mm -hmm. like you putting like weird people put yeah. in their coffee i'm just kidding i, <laughs> I brag as i ever drink my coffee black um what would you would you be able to tell the difference i don't you know think? i don't know if i would but I, but then again Let's i might if it's like a best. if it's a real malty beer like a stout i might not be able to but if it's like a real blonde you know they say the table sugar gives it a cidery a more cider mm, okay. taste to it or whatever I see. but uh I pulled up a chart the other day about how much to use to get a certain carbonation level, how much, what to use. And then when I pulled up how much to use, it gave me a, all the sugars in the world to use to get the carbonation level that I was looking for. And it was weird because I was, all, all I had, because we've been, we've done a couple of kits, but we was kegging and I didn't use, I just saved the priming sugar that we got in those kits. Yeah. So uh, I was just going to use that. But uh, I was like, well, damn, I have, I have two or three of these other sugars. I had some brown sugar. I had some turbinado sugar. Uh, I had all these other sugars. I had molasses. I was like, damn, I already just bottle it. You know, but I didn't want to break it down that much. But I may do that one day. Just do a five-gallon batch and just bottle the whole I thing. See how you can get a lot of sugar from corn. Is that why they call corn. it corn? Sweet corn. It's sweet. How do they get the sugar? It's corn syrup. Like corn syrup. It's made from corn. Oh, yeah. I never made that connection for some reason. Yeah, it's in Coke. Your, your soft drinks. So Coke has corn in it, essentially. Yeah. Everything has corn in it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, if you drive from here to Chicago, you'll believe there's corn in everything. Yeah. Because you'll go through about four states. You're going to go through about four corn. states every time you stop and eat a... a you there's know, corn you everywhere. Eat, you eat some, eat, eat some Doritos and drink a Coke and, you know... You're gonna have corn and corn and yeah. I'm just saying there's actual cornfields. Oh yeah. Everywhere between you're drive here. Drive by cars got some biofuel in it. It's got some gasoline corn in it. Like when you get around like Iowa maybe. Yeah. Nebraska. Nebraska. Just corn. Just corn. <laughs> there's more corn than there is grass. So that's my question is. And how much of a cidery flavor? I don't know. I've never done it. Because if you just eat sugar, it doesn't really have much of a taste. It has more, I mean, sweet. So, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't really taste uh, like We may not be able to, but somebody who's more 
like a, a, a beer judge may be able to. So what are those tabs? Are those tabs corn corn sugar? Probably. I'll just get some of those tabs. They're pretty cheap, aren't they? Yeah, I left some here. You brought some? No, I, left, I brought the whole bag. Oh, cool. Well, I guess I don't have to get anything. Yeah. You brought me caps? You brought me primer sugar? You spoiled me. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get some ghost pepper beers out of it. Yeah. Yeah, this stout's really good. I'm gonna. Oh, it's made here in Mississippi. Is it? No, is that Alabama? They look similar, but they're reversed. I think it's Alabama. Yeah, that's Alabama, because Mississippi faces that way. Alabama faces that way. <laughs> Still, that's pretty close. Yeah. To here. Seven point eight percent alcohol. What's the name of that brewery? I can't read that. I can't. That's too small print. Southern born, southern brewed, uh, proudly brewed and packaged by Straight to L, Huntsville, Alabama. They just call it Straight to L. Dude, I bet we could get them on a podcast. You think so? Yeah. We can drive up there and have a podcast. Oh shit! <laughs> it's crazy talk. Remind me to look them up. I mean, like the the place that makes the hop executioner. They're just like a small brewing company in Atlanta. Yeah. And I emailed them. And like some person that worked there emailed me. I was like, yeah, we'll do a tour. Come on, buddy. <laughs> we'll hook you up. Yeah. All right. You got to check your beer again or is it done? We need to stop. It's done. All right, let's, let's take a break. Let's do a commercial, man. Shadow Stalkers Paranormal is a nonprofit organization. A level-headed team with a knowledgeable background who tries to explain and debunk, not taking things solely as paranormal. They try to help their clients with an understanding about the paranormal. Shadow Stalkers Paranormal also gives back to the community by way of sponsorships such as this one, fundraisers for historical sites and individuals with terminal illnesses. They strive to make their team better and make a difference. You can find them on Facebook, facebook.com slash shadowstalkersparanormal38821. They're ready to believe you. False alarm. We're not done. We got to boil off about another three quarters of a gallon. Yeah. Would you say? That's a question I've never. Uh, am I coming through? Am I on? Um, not you're not working. <clears throat> you must. Uh. You got unplugged when I got up. I think I kicked it. Yeah, that needs to be in there. And you're back. I'm back alive. I wonder how long I was unplugged. When I got up just then okay. to go outside. There's a question I need to ask. You know, you always go by your recipes and like put this much water and boil it this long. And when you boil it that long, and if you have more water than you is expecting, you just boil it longer or you just go with what you got. That's what I don't, I don't know the answer to. But, uh, I would think, I mean, the, the you're going to have more concentrated malts if you boil, it, boil the excess water out. Or, you know? Yeah. Like, if you, if you, it, would, it would be weaker right now. Yeah, that's why I took a little more sample. water down, it. quite literally. I'm going to give it about 15 more minutes because we're, like, we're over a gallon more than we should be. But uh, I'm going to take a little gravity reading and see what it looks like and... Uh, Give it about 15 more minutes. 
I want to take a gravity reading of that other beer, too, because not the ghost pepper one, but the one that I just put a pearl, magnum, magnum in. Because uh, if it's still at five point five, I'm gonna go ahead and bottle it, maybe tonight. Yeah. Why just, not? Uh, I'll leave you a bucket to clean those bottle, the sanitize the bottles with. Okay. Just rinse the bottles real good. I don't yeah, have because a- the bottles that I've been keeping, mm. like when somebody finishes their beer, I'll just rinse it out right then okay. and then put it up. That and way, when I go to sanitize it, I don't have to like get, the get a brush in there and like at, yeah. get crud out of yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, just go ahead and get you a bucket and fill it up with some sanitizer. And Does it need to be hot? Yeah. Just sanitize your bottles. And all I had to do is come contact with it. And I know, I know we've always I said know what you're to say. the the no rinse thing it bothers us. But Dude. Uh, the last few times I've just been going with it. There's <laughs> been, so much foam been, though. It's, it's, like I'm I like just pour, you're drinking. It's that. like soap suds. It's <laughs> in your, you know uh, what I was saying? You remember what I was talking about earlier? Um, when I made that beer, I dumped out a gallon of sanitizer pre-mixed because yeah. I needed the pitcher and. Uh, Cause I, that big that pitcher's got that big open mouth, and I was just dumping everything I wanted to sanitize into the pitcher. But then I had to dump it out, and I dumped it down the sink. And I'm like, is that sanitizer killing my your, septic tank? Your poop poop monsters. Is it killing my yeast in my septic tank? I mean, probably probably not. I mean, it don't kill the yeast in the beer. No, it's all right. I don't know. It, it just, I don't know. It only kills bad stuff. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> uh, it's like the Punisher. You know, it only kills the bad. Sometimes he messes up and gets Does in a fight with a Ghost Rider. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see. I don't think we're going to see any more Marvel DC crossovers anytime soon. They're both Marvel, though, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I I was thinking of uh, who who is DC's answer to to Ghost Rider? There's really not one. Lobo. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. He acts more like Deadpool, but of course he came before Deadpool. Of course, Deadpool wasn't funny to start with, either. They added that later. Yeah, I like I like how the ending when the the credits when that last one where he would use the back in time thing to go kill the old Deadpool from that the other movie. Well, I was talking about the comics, but yeah, that was funny too. Like when 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 Deadpool first appeared in the comics, in the New Mutants, I think. Was the name of it? I'm not a big Marvel guy, so I don't have all my facts straight. But he he wasn't like like he is now. He looked like he does now, but he was different. He was like an assassin. He was more like uh, uh not Deadshot, a uh, Deathstroke. He was more of a Deathstroke character. Okay. And then they added like the sense of humor later. I think it's about time for uh, Anthony here to eat some leftovers. Yeah. 
We can do it. We can stop again and come back and do an outro. We're almost at an hour. Yeah. And we're gone. <laughs> <laughs> and we're hungry. Because I'm hungry. Man, those leftovers are so good. You can go ahead and go. I'm going to tell them about about what I the sexy food I made. Um, I got a nine pound. Was it was that a nine pound butt? Do you remember? Yeah, I got a nine pound Boston butt, and uh, I cooked it Wednesday because I was like, I'm not getting up at five a.m. and it's a damn good thing I didn't. Um, because it wouldn't have been done in time. This thing took forever to uh, to smoke. Um, but I, I put it on the smoker at about 10 a.m. Wednesday. And the night before, I injected it uh, about three big syringes full of melted Irish butter. Then I injected it with about a, a full cup. No, it was more than a cup. It was like two cups. It was like whatever size that thing is that I used to mix everything up with. It was mostly apple cider vinegar, but also had some Dells, some Worcestershire sauce, some uh, Kentucky Common homemade beer that we call Kentucky Beach. A little bit of that. And uh, I injected it with that. And by the time I got injected it, it was like, like bloated. Like it was on steroids. And then I gave it a spice bath with a bunch of various stuff. And I put it in the refrigerator so it, all those flavors could just live in it and be all cold and just draw up into the meat. Excuse me, the next day, I got up and I sat it out and let it get room temperature before I put it on the smoker. Put it on the smoker about 10 a.m. And I was so happy with the way things were going. Until about 10 o'clock that night. I was like, are you serious? Because you got to get the core temperature up to like 190 at least. Or it's not done. And I started freaking out. I'm like, because... I was like, why is it taking so long? I mean, I've smoked bigger butts than that that didn't take a lot that long. And it turns out with a little research, that's pretty common. Uh, they call it the stall. Like, they just sometimes the meat just stalls out. And it really doesn't always have to do with the temperature. Um, because, you know, you've got a lot of variables. Like, the smoke has heat in it as well. And you're smoking... Pretty much the whole time, and uh, but it finished out finally. I wrapped it in a towel, put it in the cooler for an hour to rest, then took it out and put it in the refrigerator, and then yesterday just heated it back up. But it turned out really good. It was sort of like the. Uh, it reminds me a lot of the ghost paper beer, because I was so stressed about. I was like, dude, if this turns out to be dog food, I'm screwed because this is the main dish. Like, we had all these people coming over to eat, and the, the main course, if it, if it turns out to be garbage, what are we going to do? Order pizza? Make bologna sandwiches? You know? I don't know. But I, I was stressing over nothing. It, it turned out great. Uh, that crust made a good bark. Uh, the, the injectable, it was like, uh, it gave it that nice, it had a vinegar, like, like back flavor to it but it wasn't overpowering like if you just drank some vinegar which is what I was going for and uh, yeah it was good Anthony made a big old pan of, I'll get him to tell you about his beans that he does they're incredible 
And the longer they sit in that refrigerator, the better they're going to be. <laughs> He's back there making some now. Leftovers. Uh, Laura did a big old pan of potato salad. Her potato salad is awesome because it's got infinity eggs in it. I'm an egg guy. I go through about two dozen a week. And uh, we shot some fireworks. Anthony made homemade ice cream, too. Happy made a strawberry cake. And we got really fat. I had a good time for the 4th of July. Um, oh, you're back. Yeah, I'm back. I'm not going to eat it. I don't want it to run the microwave and stuff while you're uh, on the podcast. It doesn't make that much noise. Doesn't... I'll fix the stop anyway. I was just telling them what we did yesterday. <sighs> we need a little bit more points on the gravity. Boil down about another half a gallon. We're what did you? What scotch did you bring yesterday? Uh, the Belvini 12-year-old double wood. Oh, yeah. That's pretty nice. It's pretty good. Did you put ice in yours? The first time I did, second time I didn't. Look at you being all different. Before you leave, we need to do a Kentucky Chew. I bought some Jim Bean. Oh, did you? Yeah. Did it cost a whole lot because, you know, they lost like a bunch in the fire? Oh, man, I saw that. I wonder how that works. How could he burn a barrel of liquor? Like, Jim Bean's not flammable. Uh, Well, it's... I don't know. It's I guess not high enough alcohol content to be fine. I guess if a fire starts burning, it it won't. It ain't gonna put it out because it does have some alcohol in it. If a fire starts, a lot on of rock, liquid in those barrels. Yeah, and it burns the barrels made of wood. Then the liquid is gonna like come out and cool off the fire. Maybe uh, it gets so hot burning around it, it evaporates the water out of it and, and concentrates it and makes it more alcohol. It's made all that up. I don't know if it's right or not. Yeah, when we did the tour, they said they lost a, a barrel house one time because it wasn't evenly balanced. They showed us how they do the X configuration yeah. with the balancing because there's so much weight in those barrel houses. It's unbelievable. Like, you think if you, one of those barrels of whiskey, you're like, I couldn't pick one up by myself. No, they're like 30 gallons. And there's right? thousands of them yeah. in these barrel houses. Like, you look down through there, and it's like the Matrix. Like, and you look up, and it's the same thing. Like, you, your eyes can't see far enough. It's like looking at the ocean. <laughs> it's just and that beautiful too. It's a sea, it's sea, <laughs> it's that freaking beautiful. It's a sea of liquor, uh, but one of them collapsed, and they. He told me how many barrels they lost, and I was like, "Well, what about the ones that you didn't lose from that?" particular because i mean it didn't uh, they didn't lose all of them right well i lost a lot of them it's like why, why don't y'all do like a special run yeah you know call it like the i don't know the catastrophe run yeah the fall down liquor he's like yeah that's a good idea it's <laughs> just like if they come out with like this limited edition uh, fallout run of jim yeah, bean i'm gonna be like that was my idea damn it. <laughs> at least give me a free one give me a free one <laughs> Um, we need to go to Lynchburg soon because I've heard they've changed up, they've broken up the tours into two separate things now. So like they, at Jim Bean they did a uh, distillery tour and a barrel house tour. I heard you can drink there now. I heard that too. Yeah. I don't know how they did that. Yeah, Maybe they voted it in yeah. or something. Maybe they voted it in. Well, you could buy and here's my air quotes, a commemorative bottle in the gift shop of Jack Daniels, but yeah, you couldn't do like a taste testing. At the tour, you could which is really it. cool because I love Jim Beam with a buzz. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you left area. It's like leaving the whole tipsy. Stuff. Yeah. 
So we need to go back to Lynchburg and do that again. We could hit a B and B or something th that evening, or we can drive back. It's not that far. You just you just messed that all up. We stayed at a B and B. We sleeping on the on the gravel. That's I, how I would know it. <laughs> okay, well, I don't think Laura's gonna sleep on the gravel. <laughs> Okay, the wives are going to stay in the B&B. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's what I was thinking. Because that's something they'll actually do. Is that the alarm you used to wake up in the mornings? Yeah. No wonder you're never late for work. All right, we're going to take a break. He's checking the beer again. We're going to see if it's done. We'll come back with an outro of some sort. Those new band shirts look awesome. Where did you get those done? At Anarchy Design. They do screen printing now? Oh yeah, they do professional custom screen printing at a very competitive rate. Where can I find them? Look them up on Facebook, facebook.com slash anarchydesign69 or email them at anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. You can check out some of their work on their Facebook page. When you're ready to order, you can send them your idea or they can design it for you. It's a one-stop shop for all your screen printing needs. That's anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. It's a one-stop shop for all your screen printing needs. That's anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. All right, before we... This is the first time I've had outro announcements, but the body of the podcast has been recorded for a couple of days, so new news has developed. Um... The next episode, Mr. Chad Houston will be in the studio with me talking about the Cruise and Amory event that we have coming up on the 27th with Kill J and Seeking 7. That's cool, right? That's really cool. Whoa. Whose voice is that? Hi. Huh? Who is it? I'm back in the saddle again. You're late. I'm very late to the party. When's the last time you were on the podcast? What episode? You can guesstimate if you need to. 100, 101, something like that. It's been since 100. Uh, October of last year. So, like, no, it's been September, at least, like, September. 15 episodes since you've been on. Yeah. Oh, probably 20. Well, you probably need to reintroduce yourself, because I always mess up your last name. I, I'm Germ Ferrer. <laughs> you did way better than I would have. <laughs> no, I tried to get you on the other night uh, to finish this thing out, and we wound up getting busy and didn't have time. And uh, I wanted to finish this thing up so I could get it out this week. And I'm glad I got you on here because um, obviously we haven't been on the show since that MC came out. The the magazine that the, the uh, I guess I still want to say Amory Advertiser. Yeah, the Monroe Journal. The Monroe Journal does. And they did a special with you and your cosplay stuff. So tell everybody about that. Yeah, okay. So Ray Van Dusen hit me up and he's like, He's been paying attention to a lot of the cosplay stuff I've been doing, the stuff I've been making online. He's like, uh, I know you carry a lot of your masks in the comic store here in town, and you know I want to do a write-up on you and just sit down and talk to you about it and everything. And I went through a process with him. I showed him you know, bits and pieces of the process that I go through on making it. And he's like, okay, well, let's, let's do this. So we sat down, we started writing it, and... Uh, Man, it was a, it was it was fun, but it was kind of nerve wracking too because you know I had my three year old there, and the whole time we were doing the interview, she was hand feeding Ray peanut butter M and M's. 
It's actually and, pretty funny. And we couldn't get anything accomplished there for a little bit. But, uh, yeah, they did the article. And I want some peanut M&M's. Right. She'd feed you some peanut butter M&M's. <laughs> I'm adding a wall. She, uh, but, uh, yeah, Ray, he, he wrote the article, and it turned out to be probably one of the most humbling experiences I've ever had in my life. Because not only did I didn't do just one feature suit or whatever on in the article, he talked about my Batman cosplay, me you know winning at Comic Con two years ago. He he talked about uh, my Robin suit, my Iron Man suit, and then I've recently bought a new Spider Man suit that I didn't make it by the way, but I do make the mask, but. I bought it, and then we did photo shoots for all of these. And then we went through and picked the best pictures, you know, to use or whatever. Well, little known to me, um, when right before the magazine came out, I got a sneak peek of the cover. And I made the cover of the magazine. And he said they all sat down, and everybody in the Monroe Journal actually voted on it and voted me for the cover and I got the feature article in the magazine yeah I love how he did the pictures because he used some kind of filter or some kind of magic to make it look like a comic book it's just a comic a comic filter uh, oh so it's just called comic filter it it looks like a comic book yeah and I, I really loved the way that it looked especially on the Iron Man suit because it brought out a lot more of the detail on the Iron Man suit and it looked amazing in the magazine how many sessions was this? Because there was one thing y'all did at the Elkin Theater for the opening of uh, Endgame 3D. Yeah. And you did an appearance out there. Did y'all do the, a photo shoot then and an interview? Like, what What was the whole... Was we this did, one part of one day or what? Oh, no, no. We did the first photo shoot uh, about a month and a half ago. And I did the Iron Man suit first, and then the Robin suit. And it was funny, the little, the little funny story on that is, I think I told you this the other day, when I want to tell the listeners about this. When I'm sitting there riding with Ray in the vehicle, I'm dressed up as Robin. <laughs> and we get to this intersection, and there's a cop car we pull up right beside, and Ray's like, look, so I looked over at the cop and he just looks at me and then he double takes and he looks at me again and I just gave him a double thumbs up and he gives me a thumbs up back and I was just laughing so hard at that I was like these guys just don't have any idea what that. what would have been funny on. is if the cop was like you need to hang loose a minute we might need your help <laughs> right we might need a vigilante right. out here but then uh, a couple of weeks went by and then we did the second photo shoot which was the Batman suit and the Spider-Man suit and the Spider-Man suit was crazy because we had to go to the city hall in Aberdeen and go up in through the attic which is scary enough because it's an old building and then climb up this ladder that was built in like 1842 to get to the roof and we got on the roof and I don't really like heights anyway, and neither does Ray. But Ray had me doing some really cool shots and stuff like that. So I it just kind of blocked it out, I guess. But uh, after we did that, I guess another 
two or three weeks went by and I had to do the appearance for the in-game 3D. And the kids and the adults alike all had a blast. Like, that was probably one of my favorite appearances to date. At I this wanted point. to come to that, but I had to work late. Was there a lot of people there? There was a lot of people there. I bet that was cool because I wanted to see Endgame again anyway, and I hadn't seen it in 3D. That would have been awesome. Well, a uh, little spoiler alert. I've got to go whenever the Elkin Theater gets Spider-Man Far From Home. I've got to make another appearance for that, too. But that's not the spoiler alert. The spoiler alert is that I will be dressed as Spider-Man sitting in the theater watching the movie along with you guys. Are you going to lift up your mask to eat popcorn? Probably. Okay. But not not fully. I mean, you know, I do like the upside-down kiss where I pull it up just to my nose. <laughs> the upside-down popcorn kiss. <laughs> That's it. I'll pull it up just to my nose. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to know your secret identity. Well, I mean, it's kind of out there now if you look at the magazine. And they read... Uh, that's another big thing for me today is they recently had to reprint the magazine to put it back out because there's such a high demand for it. You've got a second printing? Yes, and that's, that's mind-blowing to me because, I mean, I'm just this little small-town guy just like you and me have talked about before. We've done some really cool things in our lives, but I did not expect this to go the way that it went. And it's very, very humbling. And I appreciate everybody who gets a copy of the magazine. And they do have some that you can actually call down to the Monroe Journal and get asked for copies of, and they can mail them to you. Or I can mail They're free, you too, aren't they? Well, you have to pay the postage if you call. Well, yeah, but still, them, it's but not like... I mean, like, a magazine like that, what I'm getting at is I would expect to pay, like, three ninety nine or four ninety nine for I mean, I've paid... Three ninety nine, four ninety nine for magazines that were not near as interesting as as this one. You know, I've read it myself. Right. And the the fact that you can actually get it for free or for just paying shipping is pretty amazing. Right. And you know, Ray is such a sweet guy. He's so easy to work with. And I mean, you guys have heard me on the podcast in previous episodes. Ray makes me sound really, really good when he does an article write-up, I promise. Oh, he's a poet with words, man. Yes, he's great. He can take my word salad and, and turn it into something that actually makes sense. Yep. So i got to give a big shout-out to Ray and the Monroe Journal and everybody that works there. You know, thank you all. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, who would have ever, ever thought a, a magazine in Amory, Mississippi would feature, you know, nerd culture. Right. Would feature, like, pop culture And be stuff. one of the most popular ones where they have to reissue it. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. That's mind-blowing to me. Yeah, we live in a good time as nerds, you know? Yeah. That even in Amory, Mississippi, of all places, that that, that sort of thing is so embraced that they, they sell out, essentially, of this magazine and have to get another one printed. Mm-hmm. And but, you know, if you follow the comic book lore... The way comics are going, you got to change the cover a little for second printing. You know what I mean? Right. You well, got to you got to tweak it a little. You got to change the filter or <laughs> do a little Roman numeral two or just something. Or so different photo Something to make something to make the fans want to have both as collectors' items. Yeah, exactly. 
Oh, but you know another thing with it is, yeah, listen, is I've right. had people we're hit printing money, son. <laughs> there you go. I've had people hit me up from actually all over the place wanting me to mail copies. I do have several copies still. I went and picked some more up today um, to mail out. I've got some in Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin, and one even as far as Australia. You know the comic bags and boards? They make them for that size. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm going to do. Because I'm... I've got some for... The, have you heard of the... Have you got the DC Nation? Mag- it's like a magazine. The first one that came yeah, out was comic yeah. book size, but the rest of them have been like magazine yeah, size. Yeah, they're huge. And uh, I've gotten a few bags and boards. I steal them from Tim. He hooks me up. Um, and then they got the size for like the Batman Damned. Which is a little bit right. smaller, but they make they make them for every size. You should you should get a pack of bags and boards for for yours. Well, I'm gonna do like. Oh, oh. you know what? You could actually send it and get you get it graded. You could get one graded and you, put it in a slab. That would be freaking awesome. That would be sweet. I mean, they do every size. Yeah, that would be awesome. They're set up to do that. I mean, it's a rarity. That's for sure. There yeah, won't be any more after this. Well, I don't know. They might sell out of the second print now that you know we've decided to change the cover a little. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I gotta have both, man. We gotta have both copies. So, uh, I'm really looking forward to the Cruz and Amory thing, man. Uh, it really blows my mind how big that's gotten. And y'all've played it for in Sinking Seven. Y'all played it for two years or three. Three. Y'all played three from you, the beginning. Oh, okay. So you played all three of them. Yep. Awesome. Uh, I didn't realize that. Well, actually, I didn't. Dakota was still in the band then, but right. Uh, I was riding around with y'all. So what uh, – that's right. This is my first year. So give me the inside scoop of – like I was a participant uh, as, as far as a, a spectator as being a part of the crowd, but this year I'm going to be part of the, you know, entertainment. Uh, what's, what's it like? Oh, man. It's – the crowds and stuff, just hearing Rob and Jake talk about it is like – it's it's mind blowing because here's all these people having fun riding around cruising and stuff, but there's still people out there that do like the cornhole tournaments and all this stuff out there that are hearing every bit of it. People driving by, they can hear every bit of it. Um, this year's there's going to be a little turnaround with it, but I'm going to let Chad talk to you about that. But there's always people out there at the stage, people it that are watching. It's so crazy how popular. And how fast this got. As an event organizer myself, I'm just dumbfounded and jealous and amazed and happy. I'm like, dude, this, in a town like, there's more people that participate in this event than live in the town. Yeah, there's people from Nettleton, Tupelo, Columbus. Even if you had every single person that lived at Amory, and if you want to include Hatley and Smithville and everything, you still wouldn't have enough people that make up the people that are there. You yeah, know what I mean? I know. Like, it's just it's packed everywhere from one end of the loop to the other. Like you said, the Cornhole cornhole Tournament, and y'all had the stage where y'all y'all been playing that we're playing this year with y'all. Uh, the Pocket Park was packed, which is about middle ways down. And then the other end at Piggly Wiggly, where they had a parking lot down there with like a DJ and a bunch of food, mm-hmm. that's all packed. And I'm like, how do you get things to happen in Amory that are bigger than the town itself? It's crazy. Chad, I hope, can 
explain that secret because yeah i need it for the railroad festival which right. the railroad festival as a whole is kind of that same baffling thing yeah. but you know I, I just do the second stage um but it's so cool though because this is what we did when we were teenagers yeah and he's brought it back like you could go to town on main street any regular weekend now and they don't do that not like we used oh, to oh god no they were they're like the kids these days, where well, they do now, but up until now, if you'd have said we're gonna ride the loop, they'd be like, "What are you talking about? We're gonna we're gonna sit at home and play on our cell phones, and we're gonna invite our friends over, and they're gonna sit here with us and play on their cell phones. Yeah, so that's what ki- we do. Yeah, these kids and Nintendo. Like somehow he's opened that up to like three generations of people. You see young kids participating. You see. People older than us participating, oh, yeah. like everything in between. It's and everybody's bringing out the old cars, you know, the old muscle cars, the old souped-up cars and stuff. And it's it's, it's almost like a, a parade. Yeah, with the motorcycles and the and the, the bad cars. That just keeps going in a circle. I've got a playlist on Spotify just for this event. Yep, I know. I ain't kidding. Molly Crew, freaking Bon Jovi. I ain't scared. Right, because this is this is what bad we did. medicine is. What I need. Whoa! <laughs> you remember two years ago we did this, and the cop pulled us over at McDonald's and told me to sit down because oh, yeah. I was standing up in the back seat of Kelly's Jeep. No. So, but yeah, be safe about it though. Seriously, I mean, don't be like that. Don't us. make the police mad. They try. They got police stuff to do. Yeah. They don't got time to mess with you. That's a very very busy weekend for them though. Just like the railroad festival. <laughs> Can you imagine? Just like the railroad festival. Well, I'm glad that you're you're able to jump in on this with me and get this outro done. And I'm glad to have you back on the podcast. Don't be a stranger. No, definitely not. Um, and tell me, I mean, like y'all are so freaking busy. Uh, tell me some of the stuff you you know y'all got coming up. Man, I'd have to pull the calendar up for it. All I'm gonna say right now is, isn't it funny because. <laughs> The, the people that ask us as musicians and people in bands, like, what and when, we have to go f- find out or or at least be reminded the same way they do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we do the same thing you do when you want to know when a show is. Yeah, we, we, we have to go look. <laughs> we physically have a band calendar, like a Google calendar, that we keep track of everything on at this point. Um, our show this weekend, I will announce that, that we were supposed to play Naked Turtle this weekend. Uh, it got postponed, so we're actually looking for a gig this weekend. Hopefully, something will come up. If it does, stay, you know, in touch on Facebook. Um, we'll let you know for sure. But after this weekend, we're booked up solid all the way till I think the last weekend of September. Every weekend from here out is just <clears throat> that's what it is. <laughs> This is a lot of traveling, a lot of shows, a lot of gigs, and I love it. I'm blessed. Um, But after that, I think we've got that one weekend off, and then we start with the Halloween, pre-Halloween shows and stuff like that and everything. But in between some of that. We all need to get together and throw a huge Halloween bash this year. No doubt. We used to throw the biggest, most awesome Halloween bashes. And I mean, this is something like going way back in the day. Yeah. Like this is, we're talking like the year 2001. Oh, yeah. We used to throw some killer Halloween bashes. 
Everybody would dress up in their costumes. We'd have a costume contest. And we would have, uh, like, everybody would pay, like, five bucks to sign up for the contest. And then, like, we would have, like, a male and female category. And whoever won would win, like, a ton of money. And we would have, like, second and third place for each. We'd have, like, subcategories. I think we had, like, I don't know. I was never in charge of the the costume contest, but... I think there was like a homemade category and I don't know. There was like two or three categories, but it was awesome. And everybody wanted to show up, A, because they didn't want to miss the big Halloween show of the year. B, because they don't want to like, they want to like win some money if their costume wins. There's just a lot of incentive there. But yeah, we all need to get together, all of us bands, find a spot and just destroy. Right. Because you remember our Halloween shows used to be so big. You other, the Halloween other, field other, parties other and stuff. Cancel their Halloween shows because they found out we were doing. One. You remember the Halloween field party? That? Yeah, I do. You remember the Halloween field parties and stuff we That's used to where do? It started. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But like, like you said a while ago, I mean, I agree with that. It's like. The different categories of it's almost like going to a comic con or something and being in the con or being in the the cosplay contest. Yeah, there's different categories for homemade and whatever you know. Uh, the costume contest was always amazing. I, I always enjoyed that. Yeah, I mean, hell, this year I might actually dress up like Spider Man or something and play the guitar during Halloween. Maybe I won't be fat by then and I can be vain. Well, if you be Bane, then I'll be Batman. Can I break your back? Photo op. (laughs) Definitely. Awesome. Well, whoever's listening to this, that's better at putting shit together than we are. Like, we just know how to, like, play instruments and yell at people. And then have a great time. And drink and kind of know things. (laughs) I mean, I drink and know things. But, Not a lot of things. Yeah, let's but. have a big Halloween show this year. This is a call to arms. This is a this is the Jerry Maguire statement to everyone who could possibly be involved. I'll cheer you on that one. Showed my age on that one. Yep. Thanks for the drink, by the way. Yes, sir. Drinking a little Tennessee whiskey. Yeah. Woo! Man, it's been great being back on here, though. Uh, I really missed all you guys. I missed. I mean, I miss y'all. I miss the listeners. I've just had a lot of life stuff going on and we'll just leave it at that but I'm happy I'm healthy I'm still alive so it is what it is I guess alright let's see if we can do this outro justice cause it's kinda late it's kinda late we're kinda tired we might be a little you know Nah. Influenced. Not nearly as bad as we normally used to be. <laughs> we might be in our drinks. We might be. Thanks for listening to... I think this is 120. You said 120. No. It's either 120 or 121. Thanks for listening to Real Pop Culture, episode 120 or 121, whichever one applies. You've been listening... <laughs> We've been podcasting live from high atop the first and only floor... Or the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. They're still an attic.
Love you, bye. Love you, man.